Welcome to Show Me Your Mic, podcast about podcasting, where I talk to other podcasters about their, you guessed it, their podcasts. You can find it online at goodstuff.fm slash SMYM or on Twitter at SMYM underscore FM. I'm your host, Chris Anz. For this episode, I've got Mikey. He's one of the hosts, co-hosts of the Packet Loss podcast. Say that three times, which in their own words is the most racially diverse podcast on the internet. We talk a bit about uh, bringing your own non-podcasted world friends into this weird world of podcasting. Also, what makes a listener want to engage with a podcast or a podcast network's shows? Remember, if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode of this show, visit goodstuff.appointlet.com and we will talk. For now, enjoy my conversation with Mikey. Welcome to Show Me Your Mic, Mickey, right? Not Mikey. 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 It is Mikey. Yeah. Okay. It is. Not Mickey. I have a buddy who goes by Mikey and spells it the same, and so that's going to throw me off. I'll probably say it again, but welcome oh. to the show. Thanks. Uh, thanks for being here. No, thank you. Right. No. <laughs> See? <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm so off right now. <laughs> when you're, so the Packet Loss Podcast is the, is the show you have, 13 episodes in to your, that show, and uh, what's the basic premise of the show? the premise of the show was uh, me and a couple friends, we have a Skype conversation every now and then and it was, it's kind of a John Roderick, Roderick on the line S show where we said well I just said, why aren't we recording these and putting these out anywhere so uh, I think the first time it was kind of a pilot project where that one has never been released to the internet but I just happened to press record on Piezo and see, you know, see what happened and then I sent to the guys and I said, here, this is was this was our conversation. And we kind of talked about, I don't even remember what we talked about at this point. I, I think that's lost in the ether. Uh, but we all liked it enough that we were saying, all right, let's try and do one more episode. And now we're doing trying to do a weekly episode. So 13, 13, uh, 13 weeks in, I think. Well, actually, it's been a little longer because we had to do a little bit of breaks in between. That, you know, life gets in the way, but yeah, it's enjoyable. Nice. And yeah, so like, was it a thing where these are buddies of yours who are obviously you don't live nearby that you just are keeping up with kind of thing? Yeah. So there's, there's three of us who are pretty regular to the show. Um, so it's myself, Chan and Ola. Chan and I knew each other from growing up in the Bahamas. We went to the same high school together. And then as Chan moved away to go to boarding school, one of his roommates was Ola. So that's how I met Ola when I went to go visit Chan in Canada. I met Ola that way. And then Chan moved on to college. And there's a, a seasonal guest that we have, Clint. Uh, Chan went to college with Clint as well. So, uh, I mean, we've all hang, you know, hung out together and we have good conversations. So that was, we like to keep in touch, like, Chan, Ola, and I have a chat that we talk to each other in like almost every day, just a iMessage chat. And uh, so we, you know, we tease each other and that kind of stuff. You know, guys will be guys kind of thing. Right. And, uh, yeah. That's basically what it is. <laughs> nice. And it's not uh, like there's the dudes talking tech is sort of a podcast, almost uh, whatever, a meme or whatever now, but like it's not necessarily explicitly about tech. You sometimes drop into tech but yeah i think i think we realized that we were all into tech like we like to use apple products and well clint doesn't like to use apple products but the rest of us we do um 
and Android and that kind of stuff. And I think the first couple episodes we tried to do that and uh, we were all like, why are we doing this? Like everybody else does this and they do it so much better than we are. So let's just go on our own tangent and have like one major topic per show. And this is where the name Packet Loss comes from because we never seem to achieve that where we start off talking about something and then we diverge into a different conversation and then we come back to the conversation that we were talking about to what we were saying an hour ago. So packet loss is kind of, you know, all the bits are falling everywhere and somehow we try and bring everything back together right at the end of the show. And are you the, the I'm assuming because you're the one who's here talking about the show, you're the main protagonist, as it were, organizer of the show. Do you, are you, is there a lot of prep and research that, uh, <laughs> that goes into the show? You might not believe it, but there are show <laughs> notes. There are show notes behind the scenes. So we try to record every Monday night. Um, and throughout the week, we I have a Google spreadsheet that I, I make up, and we've broken it down into different sections. So we have like news, uh, tech, uh, movies, society, and just like weird. Like weird is a completely different title that just seems to be like the biggest one ever. Um, And so, yeah, I started doing that Google sheet and I shared it with all the guys who were were on the show and they can add a title if they want to. and sorry, not a type. They can add a, a news article or a website or anything that we want to look into. And then uh, Ola was the one who decided that he wanted to do this random animal fact of the week kind of thing. So that's turned into a segment now. And uh, oh my gosh, they're chirping me so hard. I can't even look at iMessage right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that was that's kind of the basis of the show. Uh, so it is a Google spreadsheet, and we kind of work our way through that. A lot of the stuff that we throw in there, we're not necessarily going to talk about. Um, sometimes that we move it on to another week. We we don't try to be very uh, time like timely. We doesn't necessarily have to be. We we started out that way where we wanted to talk about what's going on right now, but now we're talking more about societal things, which are timeless. Like you could listen to this episode six months or in a year from now. And hopefully it would still be, you know, relevant. Um, there, so I do, we do those kind of notes together and then everybody is recording on QuickTime on their end and they send me the QuickTime file and then I edit it down into logic and then I produce the show and put up the website and do all that kind of stuff. So I'm the one kind of, yeah, behind the scenes doing all the little kind of technical things. Yeah. And are, are you, I can't remember if this is in the show or before we were chatting, but you, are you guys all based now in Canada? I know you are, you're in Canada now, right? But I am. Yeah. So yeah. I'm in Ottawa. Uh, Ola's in Toronto right now. And then Justin is in uh, the Bahamas. So we're kind of, we're all over the place right now. Nice. And uh, so when, when you're, getting the show together and uh sort of getting started i love how i just have to make mention if if you go check out the site i think every episode has the couple words of warning that you tried to bleep out what i could and may have missed a couple words yes i if you have children i don't let i rec- highly recommend to you to wear headphones and just don't let your children be around you at any time during the show <laughs> i think the last episode episode 13 i don't remember i mean i think there was around 250 bleeps or something like that and i think i hope it adds more comedy 
that I put those in because that took a long time to edit. Well, I know I was just catching up because I was gone last week and I, mi- I so I was listening to the episode 13 and I was just thinking that as an editor, podcast editor, like the amount of time it takes actually to, it, it sounds simple. Like if someone like uses Word, they're like, oh, you just hit the whatever thing and you hit command B and it bolds it or whatever, like similar thing. Why wouldn't it work? But like, it actually takes a lot of text because what, so what's your technique? Because you obviously do it a lot. What's your, what, what have you uh, worked out as a way, a great way to, you know what? Now that you say that, it, it, so I do use logic and I've gotten into the muscle memory that I've had to bleep so many times <laughs> that I just, it's, um, I'd have to really go and open the program and see what it is. But it's basically, I have a track for, I have my, like a track for my vocals, track for Chan's vocals, tracks for Ola's vocals. I have the music, which is the intro track. And then I have a track that's completely just bleeps. It doesn't matter who the bleep is. If it bleeps, it's going to bleep the whole track, right? And so just to avoid um, any kind of like spillage of audio or anything like that, I will, I, you know what? I have done this so often. I can tell just by looking at a waveform when Ola is cursing. I'm not even joking. Like I can kind of just look at it and say, I can bet that's a F word or whatever, right? Like 90% of the time I get that right just by looking at the waveform. Yeah, and it's uh, is because there is an art to bleeping where it sounds still sounds, especially if you're going for the comedic value. If you're just like bleeping for the sake of bleeping, and you don't you just cover the word up or whatever. That's one thing, but there's an art to like letting just enough of the s or the f or whatever <laughs> word they're having to be saying through, right? To like let it the yeah the yeah. sound there, so, but not there. So I try to have a little. <laughs> oh God, these guys are killing me right now. <laughs> I got to turn iMessage off. You guys, I can't. <laughs> I can't do this right now. So yeah, I can kind of see where there is some kind of bad word coming up or whatever. And so I leave the last, the, like the first sound, the first F or S or whatever it is. And then I take the rest out. I just highlight that in Logic Pro, delete. And I always have the bleep, I always have the bleep track selected. And I always have a 1000 hertz, um, I think it's like 0.25 second bleep. I always have that in my clipboard, so I just press command paste. And that's the only thing that I'm pasting, and I just automatically paste it in, paste it in, paste it in. And then with Logic, you can just, if you want to make it longer or shorter, whatever, you can just drag the the little individual track window. Right. Um, so, yeah, I just keep a bleep all the way, always in my clipboard. And so highlight, delete, paste. And that's kind of what my, my little mini workflow for bleeping is. <laughs> And you figure the last episode was 200 and some roughly? It was, I, I did look at the count. I did have, like, I just highlighted how many there were in that one track, and it was something like 200 and something like that. Right. <laughs> Which, for anybody who's going to go check out the show, it's not that it's like a, a that, well, I guess I can't say it's not swear heavy, because it is, <laughs> that's fairly heavy on the swears, but like, it's not that that's the focus of the show, obviously, by any means, but it's just dudes ta- chatting, guys chatting, and not holding back in the way that maybe other podcasters do to for the sake of the iTunes gods, basically, I guess. So, or the parents in the room, whatever the case may be. The whole premise, I mean, we weren't trying to make it malicious in any way. We just, it was honestly like guys in their mid 20s. Think of it. There was, this was another thing where the game, we started doing this, talking to each other, playing Xbox a lot. So we all got Xbox and we all started playing FIFA. And just the amount of, you know, bad mouthing each other and, you know, bragging and rights and all that kind of stuff. We just, we always had our headset on talking to each other. 
And uh, so that was partly what we wanted to do was we wanted to be able to record the video and record the audio and put that on YouTube. But we kind of faded out of FIFA and Call of Duty and that kind of stuff. And now we just call each other on Skype anyway. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's just a simpler way to have the same kind of fun conversation without worrying about the video games. Someone in the chat room asked, uh, maybe it's one of your buddies, but... <laughs> It, it is. Okay. It's Justin. It's Chan. <laughs> Who made the great Packet Loss intro, so obviously tooting their own horn. <laughs> yeah. So Ch- Chan made the really good intro music. Thank you, Chan. Well done. Oh, my God. Go I hit know. him up if, yeah, if you need so, to. So the other guy, Sh- Shadow Long. Sh- Shadow Long is Ola because his nickname is Shadow Sword. <laughs> This will be probably the most distracted episode of Show Me Your Mic that we've had, but that's I'm okay. so sorry. I'm so sorry. No. These guys are literally the worst right now. <laughs> you mentioned, uh, I don't know how much I'll edit, but we'll, we'll see. But uh, you mentioned editing. Do you, do you edit for content much, or is it kind of just like, unless there's a, you know, a major pocket loss, Skype drop, whatever, you leave? I like, I like they threw that name in there. <laughs> um, for the most part, I just... I try to stick to just the call. I, I do do... You know, tops and tails. I kind of, well, I mean, most of the time you hear us clopping in and that tells you like, this is the beginning of the call. We haven't said very much before this. And I always try to start a call like that because that's how a lot of our calls start is just by who knows what's, who's going to say what. Um, And I always just chop off the end and that's usually not very long until, till the end of the call. And I just, you know, do any kind of saying like, let's talk about this next week or guys look at this movie or something like that. Right. Yeah. But I don't really, there's only been a couple instances where it's like, um, we might've said something that was a little, uh, not so great to put on the internet. And that was the only time that I cut something out. And I was like, I don't know if somebody listened to this, how they would feel about it. So there was one time where I cut something out and after 13 episodes, I think that's not bad. So, yeah, yeah, that's good. And, uh, it's, it's certainly like a, a fun thing to listen to. Is it? Is it like something where? What uh, are you getting much response? I guess as far as audience wise, is it? It's it's tough this these days where there's so many podcasts. And yeah, the, yeah, there is. Yeah, there's quite a few. I think um, I got lucky because uh, Mike Biesterfeld uh, with Jackals. He um, he interviewed me a while ago. Like I was number episode number four for the Five by Fives Better Know a Jackal show. Oh yeah. Before it was a jack. Before it was on five by five, um, and so I've been talking to those guys on Twitter and Slack and that kind of stuff for a long time. So uh, when we were starting to think about doing this podcast, I was like, "Hey guys, you mind listening to this show and see what you think?" And so a lot of the guys who had done Better Know a Jackal that I talked to for a bit in chat rooms, like we're all in the same chat rooms between Good Steph and Relay and Five by Five and ATP. Um, so I started just advertising in chat rooms and I said, hey, guys, give a listen to this and tell me what you think. And of course, everybody's favorite character is Ola just because he's so weird and wacky and wild. <laughs> you just said that because he's listening in, right? That's No, no. I got <laughs> my sister. My sister listened to the show for the first time today. And she, her favorite character is Ola as well, but she's already sent me feedback for the next episode on what we should do. So, <laughs> And how much, that was one of my questions is how much of it is, uh, you, you're calling him a character, but like how much no, is it, is it he's real? He's not playing up. He's not playing up at all. Like I'm serious. That is Ola pure flesh right there. <laughs> 
And are, are they, the other two, two or three guys, are they into the podcasting world the same way you are? Or are you like sort of the link to the, no, this, this weird world of podcasting? I'm pretty much the link to the, to the world. I think uh, Chan might've listened to a couple Twitch shows back in the day, but I don't think he does that much anymore. I highly doubt Ola listens to any other podcast other than Packet Loss after I publish it. Um, Clint's, mm, he might have listened to a couple shows, but for the most part, uh, I'm pretty much the only guy that's uh, doing anything in the podcasting space. And you said you do it weekly, right? Or try to record weekly anyways, barring life issues. We try. We try to do a weekly show, um, but you know, sometimes family's vid- visiting or something like that, and we yeah. just we got to push it off by a week or something like that, which isn't a big deal. So, and anyway, going back to the listeners and sort of follow up and stuff, you I know you notice you're doing and have you know heard you're doing like sort of feedback follow up, trying to follow a bit of the the podcasting standard that's sort of developed these days. But um, again, is are you getting in terms of audience participation stuff, and or is it like? family friends send you response jokey stuff that's that they're getting into um some of it is uh family and friends jokey stuff and some of it is suggestions like we have a we have a hashtag ask pl um if you want to ask us a, a question um kind of kind of 3g 3q style with Aaron goodwin um but we don't necessarily say we're going to answer three questions throughout the thing uh if you want to ask Ola a question individually, you can do that as well um, because, you know, he's very colored in his answers. And I think we do we do like participation like that where um, between Twitter, we have a we do have a, a feedback form on the website, but not nobody really uses that between Slack, Twitter um, and just, yeah, Slack and Twitter are the only ways that people really get a hold of me for feedback. But. It's fun. I, I think it's more people kind of getting interested and in trying to persuade us to have a conversation about this or because nobody else has had these kind of conversations, I think, on a podcast anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to mention it with Aaron Goodwin, he, previous guest on this show back in episode 72, but his show, uh, Three Guys, Three Questions, is a great show to check out as well. And, and just for something like a premise that is a little different maybe than what you've seen or heard before, but uh um, and yeah, obviously listen to his, my chat with him is, is fun and interesting, but the show itself is probably more, more interesting <laughs> than well, that. I, think, but. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure we're the same age, like between Aaron, Andrew and Adam, like we're, we're all around the same age and I've guested on 3G, 3Q, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, so I haven't told the guys yet, but I'm going to put Aaron on, on packet loss for a week. And I'm just waiting for the response in the chat room to see how pissed off they get. <laughs> Is that like they're, <laughs> they're holding true to the, the formula and the, the, you can't allow some, some guests, some random person. I don't know. We, we've never really talked about <laughs> it. So I guess you're the one who controls the logic pro soundboard or whatever. So you can, yeah, I could do, I could hold this. I could hold my own packet loss show and not even tell them. <laughs> Is there anything else as far as gear and stuff? What are you using these days for recording, um, like mics and stuff? Uh, I know you mentioned Logic. Uh, anything else along the sort of audio chain that you've got? That you're sure. Using? I mean, I can start from the from the beginning. Sure. I, I bought a podcast mic years ago, when probably 2007, 2008, somewhere around there, uh, when Twit was getting big and Twitter, and I was listening to... 
I'm trying to remember what the first couple of podcasts I was listening to. Anyways, years ago when I was still in college. And I, I was like, all right, let me Google what a podcast mic is. And so the number number one obviously was a Heil PR40. And I said, okay, I can't afford that. And then the next one down was this MXL770. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it, but I've had it for, for I don't know, six, seven years now. And uh, it's always been sitting on my desk and it's always there. I Skype my parents every su- Sunday. So that was like a very glorified Skype conversation. Um, so I got that a long time ago. At the same time, I got a M-Audio mobile pre-USB uh, preamp audio interface. So that provides phantom power because it's a condenser microphone. Um, and that feeds into my MacBook Air. So I record on my MacBook Air and I actually edit on my MacBook Air as well. So it pushes it a little hard, but it gets the job done. Yeah, actually, that's what I've switched from an older iMac to a MacBook Air for editing with it. And finally got a FireWire to Lightning or Thunderbolt, whatever the adapter is anyways, so I can hook the Mac keyboard into this Air. And it actually works. It's okay. I haven't had any, like, whatever it would be, stoppage <laughs> or yeah, hanging up I, on. I did a theater production back in college, so I did, like, lighting, sound, and management, that kind of stuff. So I was really big into audio production, like, like I know how to use a board that has 48 channel inputs and that kind of stuff. And so I've always been wanting like a little tiny two or four channel mixer just on the side of the desk. And I keep saying like, when am I ever going to use that? But it would look so cool just yeah. on the side of my desk. <laughs> yeah. I only have one microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's something about having sliders, knobs, whatever to, to play with. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a couple knobs on my M audio. <laughs> Those are, yeah, actually, that's that was one of the ones I had an M Audio, uh, whatever it was before that. I can't remember what they called them. But that same idea of uh, just a little round or whatever, oval shaped almost kind of box that uh, has a couple of inputs and throws in, goes in through USB and it works great. Like there's no, no need to have a big, massive thing on the desk or whatever just to get your podcast out, especially if you're. This, especially this day and age too. Like it's way more common now. Skype has gotten obviously better than it used to be. I think back in the day when you, when I bought gear anyways, it was like you need Mac minis to record each person's conversation on or whatever, or you can do like the double ender kind of thing, which is what you're doing and, uh, and get just good audio that way as well. So are your, do you, uh, force, have you forced your co-hosts to upgrade gear or whatever, or what are they using? Yeah. So originally, um, Chan wasn't so bad with his uh, his microphone, but Ola was the worst. Ola was trying to record on like a, a iPhone headset plugged into a MacBook Pro or something like that, and like any time he would move, it would scratch and um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. But so we found Chan found a deal on Amazon for a Samsung. Uh, it's like a Samsung little USB condenser microphone. Like it's all it's almost the size of a credit card, and it kind of flips up. Um, and so you plug that into your USB. I'll, I can get the name for the show notes. I don't know I'm exactly remember what it is on the top of my head. But if Ch- Chan in the chat room can tell me what it is, then uh, just let me know. But it's about the size of a credit card. And it, the microphone flips up and it comes with like a little base built in. You plug that into USB and you got a better microphone than what's built into your um, into your laptop or into your iPhone headset. So Chan got one. Ola got one. And then I think Clint got a Samsung Meteor. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the little one that sits up here in the desk. So Chan just told me in the chat room, it's a Samsung Go mic. 
That's the little one that he got on Amazon for like two twenty five bucks or something like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they're really portable too. Like you can throw that in a backpack and you wouldn't even know the difference. Yeah, it's that's like a nice and small portable. Yeah, so just geeking out here on the site. Yeah, I know. It, it looks smaller in person. I, I kept looking at the pictures, and it's a lot. It's smaller than you might think. So, what's the point of the? It's got like the little fold-out thing. Is it so you can like? Does it hold up the mic? That little stand, almost. Is that what I'm seeing? I got to. I got to look at the picture. <laughs> great, great uh, audio for folks yeah, listening okay. at home. But so, anybody trying to look at it. Um, so which one, which part are you talking about? Oh, here, he's got it the link. I think that's the same site. Oh, just a little stand on it. It looks like it has like almost a, uh, what are that threaded for like on a, a mic stand, but. Oh, underneath? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you could. Yeah. I think if you, if you had like a desk, yeah, I think it would be, it'd be small though. Oh, I, I see. And there's also, yeah, like a mount for on top of the laptop screen or whatever too, somehow built yeah. in it. Oh, okay, Cool. I should I should learn to scroll on web pages. I hear that's a thing, <laughs> thing people do these days. But uh, cool. Okay, well that's good. Uh, yeah, great options for folks to just to and and yeah. If you listen to the show, you can obviously hear as far as mic quality, whether it's noticeable or not. Now that you know, I guess. Oh um, yeah, for sure. If you go back to the first couple of episodes, it was it was hard to listen to and hard to edit. And now the latest the latest episode is actually really good. There was one episode where we recorded in a car ride. So what we were doing was we were going from Ottawa to Montreal. And there are four of us on this trip. Two people. We took two cars. So two people in the front, two people in the back car. And we needed four phones in order to record the podcast. I don't know if this has ever been done before. Yeah. So let me hear. Tell me about this. How did you do this? <laughs> okay. So... Clint and Chan were in the front car, and then Ola and I were in the back car. So two people called each other. So I called Chan on his phone, and then Ola pressed record on his iPhone, and Clint pressed record on his phone. So we needed four phones going at the same time in order to record the audio from both of the cars at the same time, right? And oh, so, yeah, on speakerphone, right? On speakerphone, yeah. And so the editing on that was really bad because <laughs> yeah. you could hear what the guys are saying in the car, but you could hear what the speakerphone is saying at the same time, right? So it took a really long time to edit. I think it ended up being about half an hour or 40 minutes or something like that. But it was a cool experiment. And I mean, you're interacting, even though we're in two different cars, you could interact with each other by looking at each other or pointing something out on the side of the road um, and then talking about that. So... Uh, yeah, that was a fun experiment. I don't know if anybody's ever done a podcast <laughs> over a phone between two cars on the same highway. Yeah, it probably like it would take you quite a bit longer to edit that. Or like, did you just kind of throw quality out the window and just go for the comedic and interesting value of the show? I guess you can. I'll point people to, to the link. Do you remember what episode it was? Uh, it was called "Death in a Metal Box." I think that was the title. I think it was episode. Eight maybe. Let me dropped in a metallic death box. Is that yeah, the that's there it. Yeah, go. episode seven. So seven. Okay, I'll put that in the show notes for sure. <laughs> uh, so um, you can when you listen to it. Like I try to put some kind of compressor or limiter on it. So, but you can still hear the rolling of the tires on the road. 
but you will you won't hear very much of the speaker in the recording. You'll just I tried to take as much out of that as I could. You'll just hear what the speaker um, like if you're as if you're taking a voice memo. That's what we did was we just took a voice memo and had it go for the whole half an hour. Um, but what I realized was the clock speeds on the two iPhones. I think Justin had an iPhone six and Ola had a five S. So the clock speeds were a little different. And then, oh boy. <laughs> so I got a little wonky near the end where I was trying to line up, line up the audio and it just wasn't uh, adding sense because they ended at two different times. Right. Yeah. But it worked out in the end. I, I, it was a fun experiment. Yeah. <laughs> Which exactly is the point. I think that's what's fun about well, podcasting in general, but especially just not taking your show too seriously where you can just have a little fun with it. And, uh, and as long as the audience isn't tuning in for with, um, whatever it is, they're not full of audio snobs who are, maybe I'm offending some folks who listen to this show, but <laughs> hey, <laughs> we have any, they haven't told me about it yet. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would have heard about it by now, but, and there is a couple of swears in that, that episode too. So you gotta be careful. I'm just, just, I'm just warning you. If you want to listen to any episode, just expect <laughs> to at least have one swear. All of the episodes are labeled as explicit on iTunes. And yeah. I'm, that that's just kind of a ground rule, and I always have a word of warning right before the episode, or like as text before in each blog post. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't imagine, but you haven't gotten a feedback from somebody who's complaining about the swears or anything at that point, eh? No, I haven't had that yet. <laughs> My sister even said she enjoyed it more. Like she wants to hear that for some reason because she doesn't hear enough podcasts with that. So, I yeah, said, that's okay. probably true. So uh, honestly, this is just, you know, guys in their 25s just letting loose. Like we're not, we're not trying to be saints here. <laughs> right. Exactly. You should, you can almost have a, uh, you know, a, whatever, if you do a Patreon campaign or a Kickstarter or whatever, like a special reward level where you get the uncensored track for yeah, a special. I thought, about, <laughs> I thought about that too, but I think. Part of the uh, appeal is probably the bleep sound. I think it was something that I picked up from the bugle where, you know, even though you could hear what, I mean, you can hear part of the word as they say S or F or whatever, and then they bleep it. I find that more comical than just hearing the word. And especially if somebody's going on a rant, you just hear bleep, 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 or something like that, or just like a double bleep. Yeah. Um, then I find that more comical than just letting letting the word be you know there's sometimes where i just get i i kind of get numb to the words where i'm editing and a couple of them just happen to slip through but i try really hard to not let that happen <laughs> as you mentioned in your show notes that you tried to get them all yeah all right I so the, i noticed that the first time there's one episode where i edited i published and then the next morning i was going to work and i just decided to put it on within the first minute i heard like two and i was like oh gosh seriously <laughs> Well, at least with the explicit tag, you technically could get away with it. So it's not like you're breaking any whatever iTunes rules or whatever. So, yeah. but yeah, um, you mentioned a few different shows, but what are what are some of the podcasts that you're listening to these days? Um, so the ones that I listen to, uh, obviously, show me your mic. Uh, <laughs> obviously, but I also listen to Transmission. Ah, yeah, fellow good stuff show. Exactly, and then I've gotten into a couple. Um, I listen to way too many podcasts. I'm not going to lie. I think I have 95 podcasts in my feed right now. Like, nice. Sorry, 95 uh, different shows. Um, yeah. And the ones that like are a top priority for me right now, 
are Hello Internet with CGP 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 Gray and Brady Heron. Um, I love uh, CGP Gray stuff on YouTube, and I think they're up to almost at episode fifty now. Uh, so if you want to give that a listen, that's a good show to listen to. Um, and then I've gotten into the Gimlet Media stuff as well, like Mystery Show uh, and Reply All. Those are really good shows that I are usually at the top of my list. Um, and I mean, 3G3Q, Better Know Jackal. Uh, obviously, everybody likes Back to Work, I hope. Uh, I mean, and Relay as well, Connected, Bonanza, Cortex, all those kind of shows as well. All the great shows. All the great shows and Roderick on the line. Yeah. Um, there's there's just too many sometimes where I, I've, I use Downcast, so I've, kinda, I've got these playlists that have worked out over these 90 podcasts where it really depends on my mood. I found that if I'm working like... I'm a designer for an engineering company, so I can listen to podcasts while I'm doing some work. Um, and there's a certain type of podcast that I can listen to during the day. And then I have a, and those kind of fall into that. If it's something I have to pay attention more to, like serial, for example, the serial podcast where you're trying to pick up every detail, like I ha- almost have to just be walking in a park and not doing anything. And I need to listen to that show. So that's like another playlist kind of set. And then I have the music playlist as well. So. Yeah, that's what I've definitely, I feel the same. I can have some stuff that's just background noise and I tune in occasionally, you know, like a back to work or whatever, where it's, it's, you don't have to hear every single word. And if I catch up on a phrase or a conversation, you can just back up and and see what they're actually talking about if you missed, you know, the details or whatever. But, but yeah, there's definitely a a few shows, more shows than there used to be that that are like, no, I need to pay attention to every word. And, you know, if I'm washing the dishes or something, that's when I listen to those instead of, uh, otherwise working or whatever. Cause yeah. Yeah. I think it's the more published shows like the, this American life NPR style where it's very polished, very, they're taking out the, any kind of, yeah, the fluff that the rest yeah, of us leave in. That, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's not a problem. I mean, we're just having a conversation that kind of thing. Right. But they, they yeah. want to keep it concise and have all the details that are necessary. And so those ones are, I wouldn't say harder to listen to, but you just have to, put more effort into paying attention and listening to that. I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsor of this episode and that's FeedPress. Feed.press slash SMYM is where you can go to check them out. FeedPress is analytics and podcast hosting made for bloggers and more importantly to you as a listener of this show, podcasters. FeedPress is a simple, intuitive, and powerful RSS and analytics and podcast hosting platform featuring powerful subscriber and podcast download tracking, integrated newsletters, automated publishing to popular social networks such as Twitter and Facebook, a slick drag-and-drop podcast hosting interface, and everything you need in order to submit an optimized feed to iTunes. With 250 megabytes of flexible file storage that rolls over monthly, you can easily upload four episodes of your podcast per month. More if you do something like I do with Dailyish. Upgrading storage is easy and affordable, starting at a flat rate of just $20 for one gigabyte. You can go to feed.press slash SMYM today and sign up to try FeedPress for 14 days. No contracts or commitments. Use promo code SMYM during checkout to get 10% off your first year with FeedPress. We're big fans of them here at Good Stuff. It's I can say without hesitation that we would not be continuing to do good stuff without their support. So I really encourage you to go check them out. Feed.press slash SMYM. Thanks to them for their support of Show Me Your Mic and goodstuff.fm. 
So what, as a, a podcast, both like your podcast producer, but also a podcast fan, I know, like you mentioned, you've been in some of the chat rooms and, and sort of connected with the various podcast, uh, whatever, podcast network listening communities or whatever you want to call them, but like um, across the chat rooms and stuff like that. But what's, what's, what is it about certain shows or types of shows or networks even that kind of draw you in as a listener and want to, because like, you know, on the, on this side of the mic, like my side of the mic or of the podcast network or whatever, we throw stuff out there and sort of hope for the kind of fan or listener that you often are like engaging. I know you're in the chat rooms, like with transmission, et cetera. And like, what is it about certain shows that draw you in or enable you to want to do that? that that's like a long rambling question, but does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's really the characters. Um, I wouldn't say you're trying to, I don't want you to try and buy me over as listener with, you know, free goodies or Patreon or whatever. Yeah. Like, honestly, there's a bunch of podcasts that don't have Patreon or there's, um, they're not trying to give you anything away or whatever. It's honestly just, so what were you saying where there's those conversation list kind of shows and then the public, like the polish shows. I'm not saying that your show isn't polished, but it's like there's I need to find a better word for that kind of class <laughs> where it's like the public radio style. Yeah, the more produced stuff <clears throat> right. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the conversationalist ones, like it you just have to be somebody that I and if if I was sitting next to you in a bar or something like that, we could have a conversation and have a good time, that kind of thing. Or it's somebody um like I don't know, CGB Gray is so interesting to me because he's so different than any friends I know. Um, I just want to like, just get into his brain and be like, why do you, why do you think this way? Or the way he does his productivity. I don't know if you've listened to cortex, but he has like four or five iPads that are almost identical, but they have different, like different, um, you know, operations. Like one of them is for reading in his bed. One of them is for taking out, to work and one of them is a duplicate for the one that he takes out to work just in case he loses that bag or he needs to charge it like the way that he thinks of these things is remarkable like i'm i'm an engineer so i like to think of systems and that kind of stuff um so anyway well i find that's what yeah him like he's like one of those characters where it's like either tends to be like someone you love or hate right and i i go back and forth with with cpg gray and is often because i was listening to cortex and that's sort of how my introduction to him and and just to pick on him for a moment but uh that like both insufferable and like frustrating like why are you doing this and then also but also fascinating and interesting too obviously in in terms of what you're doing so yeah there was one of the latest episodes of hello internet I, I I thought I was getting frustrated for Brady. Just I, I I honestly can't remember what they were talking about. It wasn't the free will conversation. There was something else that happened recently, um, and I was getting f- so frustrated because I was such on Brady's side, and I was just like, there was something I wanted to just yell out and say, <laughs> well, I don't understand why you're not getting this, but in his brain it just doesn't work that way for some reason, and I was just like. I was getting so frustrated. I almost wanted to say, like, I don't think we could ever be friends because <laughs> I just could not just fathom how Brady deals with that on a regular basis. But anyway, I digress. But I, you know, I think it's more about you have to be a likable character or like somebody that I would want to talk to if I saw you in real life for a conversationless podcast. Um, like, I, I feel like I hope you're having a good time talking to me because it's, it's fun now. So, yeah. No, that's exactly, I think definitely the, the, the key thing or key element, I think, and we've had, I've been involved with 
sort of discussion style podcasts, the intellectual radio program here and good stuff in the past and, and other ones. And that's definitely like, there's something about getting to be, uh, even if the people aren't like infamous or famous, getting to be sort of a fly on the wall for someone's conversation on a weekly or biweekly or whatever the case may be basis. Yeah. And I mean, like, like Kyle and Kyle Roddick and Kenny, they, they like to engage a lot of the, the chat room as well. And I think, um, yeah, I think it's engagement where you're, if you're in the chat room, you can almost, sometimes you can have almost an immediate effect on the podcast as well, which is, you know, gratifying as well, where you can, uh, you can talk to the show, the, to the host and, you know, you can make them laugh or you can, I mean, if you're Syracuse asylum, you can correct him, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I think I like that as well, even though I'm not actually producing the podcast, but there's a little bit of influence maybe, who knows? Yeah. Uh, well, I know I, on the other side of it, it definitely is, it's appreciated, even if it is like, well, even like your buddies in the in the chat room, <laughs> poking fun or, or making jokes about stuff and trying to derail things even um, is, is still fun. It's, I think it's, for me anyways, it's like that idea that of knowing and people who listen to me were probably sick of me sort of uh complaining or moaning about it too much of like wishing that i knew someone was actually listening like i see the numbers go up or whatever but it still is like until someone actually reaches out and drops comments or tweets back or or yeah post something in the chat room it's hard to know that there's actually humans out there not just robots downloading our podcasts or something yeah it's interesting too because it's i mean sometimes you can think of it like a one-way friendship where you're having a conversation if you have like a weekly conversation with the same person over and over and over again you're learning a little bit of history about them and you're learning about their relationship with each other um but as a listener you're only getting that from one like you're, I mean, you can engage if you can talk to them on Twitter and that kind of stuff, but you're getting way more detail about it down the chain. And so I always find that interesting where it's like, um, you know, if you ever did meet somebody <clears throat> that listened to your podcast, they could talk about it and you'd be like, I know nothing about you at all, but you know so much about me. That that was, I don't know. I mean, you're almost, I guess, is that a celebrity status? I don't know. I don't know what makes. Yeah, it is something weird. I well, I had like a similar experience this last week where I met someone who knew, who followed me on Twitter, but I don't know them and locally here. And it wasn't like a celebrity thing at all. Like they weren't like, they weren't <laughs> in right. any way awestruck by me, but definitely there's this moment of like, okay, this guy knows way more about me than I know about him. And and it is a little bit odd feeling like you don't, it's definitely not something I'm used to feeling. I'm sure celebrities at that level, like you're used to that all the time where people come up to you and like, I know every song you wrote and I know that you did this on that day and you're like kind of weirded out. But yeah, I, and I felt that way uh, as the fan side of things. A few years ago, I went, got to go to San Francisco and went to one of Merlin Mann's sort of meetups things and chatting so with him. <laughs> That's my only claim to podcasting fame. But um but that's that idea too of like in person, it's like, he's not, you know, he puts on a slight, that's what I was sort of acting about asking about your, the characters on a podcast. You do put on a little bit of a show in a sense, and he's not in real life. Isn't this exactly the same guy? He's pretty much the same guy as he is with say I'm back to work or whatever, but, and he also had a few beers, so who knows, but the, the uh, there is that element of like, okay, now I'm seeing you in real life and you're going to go home to your kids and, and wife or whatever in life. And, and it's just a little bit different and kind of weird. So yeah, it's a funny world we live in this podcasting thing. Yeah. That's interesting. It's fun. I mean, who knows where podcasting is going to go. So 
Yeah, exactly. It's it seems to be keep going higher and higher in terms of downloads, and that's a the conversation. Last two episodes of were with uh, Lindsay, and we were ch- with her. I was chatting with about some of this kind of stuff. It's now a few weeks ago in my mind, but maybe you were whoever you're listening. If you were just listening to that episode, um, obviously probably more familiar <laughs> about the conversation than I am right now. But that uh, that idea of like where is it going? Is there going to be someone else going to step into this place? Because there's a lot of money starting to get change hands at the upper echelon, anyways, of the podcasting world. Um, and, uh, and there's a lot of people that are trying to do it as their full-time gig now too. Yeah, exactly. So who knows where it's going to go? What do you have? Uh, like you mentioned, you have, you actually have a job, jobby job, a normal job. <laughs> and, <clears throat> uh, and the podcast is sort of the hobby thing. Is this something that you're sort of pursuing further or is it kind of just a, a thing you want to just do and not like get all serious about? Uh, it was part of um, I did just study, as I said, technical production for uh, lighting, sound, that kind of stuff. And then I studied electrical engineering after that. So my full-time job is electrical engineering. But I wanted to keep my, I guess, my very expensive hobby of going to college. Um, so I do a little bit of audio engineering, that kind of stuff. Uh, every now and then, somebody will call me at the last minute thing saying, like, I need somebody to help with this show. But this is kind of a constant thing to at least keep my toes up on using odd like uh logic and audio and that kind of stuff and i try to <clears throat> try to keep my practice with using compressors and you know audio effects and that kind of stuff not that i throw a lot of effects in there but you know if i have logic open and i'm using the app i can at least try and add a little bit of skill back into the repertoire yeah definitely and it's uh it's a great way yeah to just sort of flex that podcasting muscle as it were and keep it in shape <laughs> audio engineering muscle and talking talking into a microphone and and having fun with it is uh is is, the, is a great thing to do as well so um and uh yeah and wrapping up what's what where some can folks find you and follow you and stalk you on the internet if they so desire Mr. if you internet so desire <laughs> i am on twitter i'm mikey react on twitter m-i-k-e-y-r-e-i-a-c-h um, if you just Google me, which I don't know if you should do, but if you Google me, I'm pretty sure I'm the only Mikey React on the internet. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm all there. You can see my Instagram photos of whenever I go to the Bahamas and take pictures of all my friends in Canada to make them jealous, that kind of stuff. That's so. a pretty good connect. I was going to ask you, cause you're one, one dude on the show, uh, sorry, I lost the notes. Is still in the Bahamas, right? Yeah. Justin's there. Right. That's a pretty sweet gig to podcasting from the bahamas i think i don't know especially winter here yeah no i go home i go home every christmas so that's always the benefit i just i in the iMessage, i asked ola are you putting on a character and his response is are you half a man so i think he's not <laughs> joking <laughs> i'll have to arrange for a a special sec- segment a special interview with ola maybe to get his read on how this podcast thing works i would be B-side. so interested to listen to that <laughs> I was with him. I was with him this weekend, and I'm not joking. Like he's not putting on a show when we're podcasting. I, <laughs> I slept as I slept at his apartment on the on the weekend, and just just what I don't know what goes through his brain all day, but I don't know. He must have to do that to keep himself entertained or whatever. But I don't know. I do have a patch on my arm that was burned off by Ola because he caught my hair on fire on the weekend. And, that makes sense. Oh gosh. And then he drank, 
drank all my whiskey, but anyway, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> and uh, the podcast is packetloss.co. If folks want to check that out or underscore packetloss on the Twitter and uh, check out the show. And obviously be aware, warned, there's a, a, the occasional swear word. But. Every everybody should be warned. Also, if you if you have a suggestion, what we you want us to talk about, let let us know. We can we can uh, let that happen. Yeah, I think that's uh, definitely. If you need uh, almost like you need life questions or direction, you probably should ask Ola. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I would be so. I love listening to what he has to say every week. So yeah, I hope you guys do too. <laughs> All right, thanks. And uh, of course, show me your mic. This episode you can find at goodstuff.fm slash smym slash 96. I am uh, iChris on Twitter. Show me your mic is smym underscore fm. If you'd like to support my podcasting efforts more directly, you can do so on Patreon, patreon.com slash iChris. And also be sure if you'd like to be a, a guest on a future episode of Show Me Your Mic, link is in the show notes goodstuff.appointlet.com is where you can go um but uh and if the times don't don't work for you there just like they didn't today we can definitely i can be flexible and uh, record at other times but uh so send me an email chris at goodstuff.fm if you uh want to schedule something outside of that there'll be a link in the show notes i've been mentioning in previous episodes as far as ongoing discussion to our good stuff subreddit and uh, comments about this particular episode. If you'd like to leave any comments, questions, or whatever follow-up after the show, be sure to follow that link and do so there. I think that's it for now. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye.